Go ahead. Are we good? Go ahead, Hawk. Welcome back to the Fellowship. Action. Episode <laughs> four. Ryan Engel, the resident guest, is here. He's Action pouring us some stiff right. drinks, which we need. I just got back from Las Vegas, Nevada, which we'll get into momentarily. Let's hear about it. Well, we're going to talk about it in just a little bit. I got a text message yesterday. We got a great show lined up for you guys. Well, let them be the judge of that. <laughs> got a text yesterday, now that I have been unemployed for two months, asking if I... Congratulations! I've, asking if I've put on 30 pounds and developed an incurable drinking habit. It was one of those the answer text, is yes! It was one of those text messages <laughs> where, at first I laughed, and then I got really, really sad because I realized... That it's true. It's 100% true. <laughs> it's the reality that we're living in right now, but... Let's make the most of it. Let's have some fun. Let's enjoy these times, and cheers to the fellowship. Uh, cheers to the bottom, since you have COVID. I do not. That, no, <laughs> Just that, kidding. No, Just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Hawk. Hey, Mr. Angle. Let me know when that test comes back. What, what you get, huh? Once you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back. Yeah, let's do another one. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I actually want to start off this episode with a cheers uh, to Nick Smith. He is our director of photography, our producer, our editor. Uh, the main feedback we're getting from the show so far, one month in, is that the production quality is through the roof. And it is. Yeah. So I do want to shout out Nick Smith because I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for making Well, he got the credit of the 15 people that commented that the production was great. You like to downplay the audience. And uh, <laughs> actually, the audience is... Uh, the audience is growing every single day, and if you're watching this, don't forget, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify, and if you're watching this, which I already just said, if you're listening to this, you can watch it on YouTube. It's a far more compelling product. Can you hold that for me? On tape. And uh, you're about to get into some backwoods here. Mm. These are uh, a cigarillo. The old, old honey, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a like a Clint Eastwood uh, Cheroot, sure, as they say. Yeah, and uh, these are great golf course smokes. I, I was turned on to them by an, an old timer who lived downstairs from me at, at the first condo I had in Dana Point Extreme. Our guest who's going to come on, he remembers that condo quite well. <laughs> um, and uh, the old timer down there, he would fire these things up in the morning, and I would I would sit out on my my balcony and drink my cup of coffee because I had this cool little eucalyptus tree that thing, and it just. My little Zen morning ritual, mm. and I just get a waff of his little morning backwood. He's sure. this old sailor guy downstairs, and I. It was soon right after then. I was, hey, Don, what the fuck are you smoking, man? What is that? He's like, backwards. I have, have a pack, you know. And yeah. The rest is history. I. He turned me on to these. I'm. It's just a. It's a love affair that I'm very, uh, very fond of. Gotta love a backwoods. It's like a cigar without the commitment. Yeah. So their Instagram is quite interesting. Um, this is technically a flavored cigar, mm. but there and obviously there's a culture of people who take the tobacco out and use this wrapper to make a blunt out of them, which is cool. But nowadays you can buy blunt wraps, so I wonder why you would spend the. X amount on the tobacco. Mm. I, I just don't understand. But their Instagram is very, very much so caters to that form uh, of it, which I find interesting yeah. because I thoroughly enjoy the shitty tobacco that they um, give you with right. the actual cigar. So. Well, enjoy that. Uh, I you. mentioned uh, in the open that I just got back from Las Vegas. I was out there with some friends for the weekend. Haven't been to Vegas in a long, long time. Vegas is obviously a tourist city with a lot of people. 
because of the pandemic, it's just now getting back. It was packed. Um, but the conversation I want to have around Las Vegas, us being desert guys, and when we say the desert, we're talking about the Coachella Valley, which consists of Palm Springs, Indian Wells, Indio, Cathedral City, La Quinta, Rancho Mirage. Um, you and I both agree that the Coachella Valley, a.k.a. the Des, as we like to call it, much, much better than Las Vegas on every single level. Well, Vegas lost its charm. Palm Springs still has it, and they and they do a good job of holding on to it, um, whether it be the architecture, the vibe. Um, and I get it that Vegas has turned into a commercial kind of metropolis, so to speak. But when it comes to the entertainment side of Vegas, there is no more charm. You know, it's 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 like uh, the difference between a jumbotron at a sporting event and a mm. good old fashioned organ. Yeah, yeah, how about that? And uh, and you know, some people like that sort of thing. But for us who have a uh, an appreciation and and basically a a need for that old school Americana flavor, um, you were even saying that even. Fremont is somewhat of a disco now. Which is Old Vegas. Old Vegas used to have the charm that we're talking about. Uh, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's a disco. It's a rave. It's insane. It's LED lights everywhere. Nothing against it, but if you're a Southern Californian just trying to... Uh, man, thank you. Just trying to get out of town. Um, I'll take the two-hour trip down the uh, 111 to Palm Springs over the five-hour drive to Las Vegas where you just get your clock cleaned if you go to a casino. I feel like when you're in Palm Springs... Not when you bet like me. <laughs> I feel like... Well, okay, go ahead. Explain your, your betting. Because you explain I, it. Well, okay, your betting is if you go to a $5 minimum table, you put down 100 bucks. I piss gasoline on a bonfire. Yeah, and uh, you'll hit on 17 if the dealer's showing 18. You're just in, You're a wild man. Bet big, win big, or lose big. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I love the way that, that you play cards. But, you know, when you're in the Coachella Valley, Palm Springs, there's just two things on your agenda. It's moving from the refrigerator that, to get a cold drink to yeah, the pool and a, back it, and it, forth. It's a different mentality. If you're, it's just, going to Vegas or going anywhere to gamble with the mentality of I either want or need to win money, yeah. That's like going to a strip club and looking for a new girlfriend. Right. Your your mentality is skewed. It's yeah. it's incorrect. Yeah. The money the mentality you need is the money is spent. This is entertainment. Yeah. And god damn it if that doesn't work in your favor more often than not because now your energy is like pfft. I don't win lose or draw. I am Hit me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like it just happens that way. If you're sitting there like, fuck, fuck, my chips are getting down. I really need this win and stuff. Yeah. That money's gone. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And you know? I, I went there um, needing the money that I spent. So I, I didn't have the best time in the world. But So you came out really good, huh? Yeah, yeah, really good, yeah. really good. Uh, a lot of uh, stress and anxiety on the way back. Jeff Overstreet is here today. He is an old friend of yours. He is a new friend of mine. I've known Jeff for... Uh, a little over a year, and actually the first day I met him, uh, one of the most interesting things happened, and we'll get into that uh, when he joins us. And since we didn't have a guest last week, why don't we bring Jeff on right now? I don't just... know Jeff, but I know a guy named Extreme. Oh, okay. Well, and, let's let's uh, find out how he got the I name. I think he's here, and I think we need let's to bring go. him on the Come show. Let's go. Come on right in. Now. 
X-Man is here. Come on, let's go. How are we doing, guys? Yeah. We're doing great. What do you got here? Whoa. Whoa. This is hey, a nice seat. Nice. So yeah. you, please Thanks take my on. seat. Yeah. Take my seat. Oh, Come on in. You, you can use that coaster. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for being here. You yeah, look, welcome. You look fantastic. Uh, rule number one with the jacket is you only button one button. Rule number two is you unbutton both of them when you sit down. You know, I was thinking about that, but it looks so good on me, Adam. I yeah. didn't want to take it off, but I'm gonna, you know, with my belly being so big, I probably should take it off. There we go. Fair enough. We don't want to have Nick get a button to the eye. So appreciate you being here. Uh, haven't, haven't, it's haven't, happened before. Haven't seen anyone smoke a cigarette on the set yet, so you're a renaissance man, and we can appreciate. Thank that. God for you. Cheers to that, guys. Yeah, and uh, thank you cheers. for being here. Thanks so, for having me on. Uh, Jeff Overstreet, also known as Geoff, also known as Extreme, long, long history with Ryan Engel. You actually go back to the very first Nation Desert Classic. This is a 13-year-old tournament, a tournament in which 144 players play now. Yep. There's a wait list about 10 times that long. You were there when it was called the Engel Scramble. That's right. You've been to all 13, yeah. one of just a few people. And at the time, this tournament is now 144 players big. At the time, you were one of eight. It was incredible. So the first year we went out was... That, that weekend was something else. You know, that was, it was incredibly memorable. Uh, with eight of us. Yeah. And we stayed at a presidential house, yeah. actually. Yeah, it was uh, on... At, at that time, the name had changed to Palm Springs National. That's right. But it was Old Canyon Country Club, which is now known as Indian Canyons. Um, and you're right, we stayed at one of those houses, but um, man, that was a wild time. Uh, we were celebrating my brother, my little brother's 21st birthday. That's right. And we were celebrating my uh, plaintiff number one bachelor party. Um, and That's correct. Uh, so, plaintiff number one is a pseudonym for what? My first wife. Mm. Yeah. Um, estranged. Is that what you say? Estranged <laughs> wife or can you? I don't know. Never I don't know divorced. the terminology, Adam. I'm just, you know, the rest yeah, of the guests. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, Extreme was one of eight, and uh, we could have probably two shows about that entire weekend. You know, one of the great things about that weekend was I was able to buy his brother his first lap dance mm. at Showgirls. Mm. Wonderful. And Showgirls is a place where men are created and souls are lost. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, strippers aren't necessarily um, known as real people. They they don't show up in pictures and um, or mirrors. So they're kind of like soulless creatures. You know what I mean? It's an interesting fact. And but, you know, back to what you were saying earlier about that's why they don't let you take pictures in there because then you realize <laughs> that they don't show up in pictures and you're like, these are fucking ghosts. You know? So didn't know if you knew that, Adam. You know, a lot of people early on when Twitter was a thing. Uh, they would say in their Twitter bio, opinions are my own, and they do not uh, express the viewpoint of my employer. Uh, saying that strippers are not people is an opinion exclusive to my co-host, uh, and it does not I express... I come up with it. I would alert that. And you've, so you know. you've adopted it as your own. My, so yeah. be, be, before we go on, it's important to bring the audience in on... Uh, any of the jokes, and you have been called Extreme a number of times already by Ryan Engel. Uh, that's your nickname. Where does the nickname Extreme come from? Well, you know, it happened back in high school. I was into a lot of extreme sports, mountain biking, uh, rollerblading. Yeah, um, which was new at the time. Which was new at the time. I kind of created that. Um, <laughs> Big fan of the movie Brink. Lightning blades now, were the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I've actually never talked to you about how it started. But I was under the impression that 
you know in the back of the yearbook how like your your parents would do these super lame like collages like good luck with your fucking next <laughs> adventures and there's pictures of you like wiping your ass and fucking being a weirdo yep. and his was just like these just amazing photos of just like action dude action like action like jumping his bike and like fucking you know throwing striking someone out in the baseball field and like doing something there's like seven different fucking like you know extreme sports on there and so it was just like this guy's name is fucking extreme i right. was i was very lucky to have my neighbor was the head photographer of the yearbook oh <laughs> great so uh yeah, you know yeah. i kind of squeezed my way in on the back side of the yearbook. yeah that you day. curated your so, own photos you had final approval that's he, wonderful he said he needed a face and there i was yeah so one more thing adam mm. You know how there was a, a brief moment in time, and it's completely outdated now. There was a moment in time where extreme was like a very overly used marketing term for a lot of different things. Very it true. still is now. Very true. This, when he was gifted that nickname, this was a long time before that moment in time. Ninety nine, so It was like, you know, you know how like they started calling Dwight Howard Superman when yeah. Shaq was really the first Superman. Yeah, correct. That this is the first extreme. Extreme yeah. was extreme before Tony Hawk landed the nine hundred at the X Games. Hundred percent. Got it. Yeah. Funny thing about Tony Hawk, I was actually the first guy to reach a million points on Tony Hawk One. <laughs> is that right? The which is extreme. <laughs> yeah, it's so, very extreme. Yeah. Uh, uh, that game recently reissued. I uh, don't know if you got a chance to play it again. It's actually uh, it's a better game played back. 20 years ago when you're in the moment um the nostalgia wears off really quick you know as a guy that has scored a million points did you ever revisit that game you know there was a few games that i really mastered back there in that day uh tony hawk being one of them yeah super mario kart was also the other one <laughs> how about that i invented the jump turn and, <laughs> that was you uh, you know a lot, of people, a lot of people don't understand i mean yeah. it's it's one of those things uh. i used to be a gamer kind of am still now not really you know, but as you as we grow old, you kind of move past those things. Well, you know, the term gamer has uh, quite a few meanings. A gamer could be someone that wastes their life playing video games with a giant headset on. Yep. A gamer can also be someone that shows up when it matters most. This brings me to our very <laughs> first meeting. The day I met you, uh, the three of us and a couple of other Ryan's friends uh, Great segue, went out to... Uh, thank you. It's yeah. the broadcast professional in yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, a couple of uh, Ryan's friends, you and I, um, went out to Monarch Beach to mm-hmm. play in what was then called the Dirty Derby put on by the now defunct uh, Dirty Bird Golf. Don't know what happened to Dirty Bird Golf. That's right. Yeah. But I feel like uh, we were there right as that wave started to uh, foam out on the shore. Anyway, we come up to number five in this derby. You're part of a two-man group. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is a par three. It's got some water on the right. It's 181 port- yards. 191. And yep. every bit of it, too. This is no cheapy. And uh, why don't you tell the viewers at home what happened in front of not only a bunch of cameras, but a bunch of people and me. I had known you for two hours. What happened? Well, I was like yesterday, really. Uh, <laughs> Nick, can we do another swing loop, please? Yeah, please. Um, you know, there was 50 guys playing that day. Um, we and my partner, Matt, happened to be the last two guys to uh, tee off. You know, uh, we were kind of got lost behind, and we were, you know, smoking a joint before we teed off, and we were getting yelled at. Hmm. So I grabbed my 7-iron. You know, 191 yards, no big deal. Yeah. And uh, so you sawed it off a little bit. <laughs> sawed off, you know, and I could see Ryan and, and a few of our friends close to the green. So I just let it fly. 
Yeah. And and I'm walking off, and I pulled it a little bit, but there's a hump on that mound, on the green. Sure. And so we're walking off, and I'm like, oh, it's still going. It's still going. There it is! <laughs> in the bottom of the cup. In the bottom of the cup, and in front of 50 people. On camera. On camera. What a moment. And I'll tell you this. One that of the first one? That was the first one. Wow. wow. That was back in July. Now, back I can't lie to you, despite the fact that not only was I there and not only was it a derby, which the format of a derby calls for every single player to be on the same hole at the same time. Correct. So it's not a bunch of foursome scattered. The entire yep. group was there. Yep. However, <laughs> because I had hosled one into the water for our two-man group, Ryan and I were seeing if... Uh, we could find my ball down by the water or if it was in. So we missed your hole-in-one because we were trying to we fish. We heard it. Yeah, we were trying to fish <laughs> mine out of the head. drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was amazing. And um, it's kind of a tradition that I learned about because I've only witnessed two aces that you are supposed to take the pin flag. We're sitting in the boardroom right now. It's what we call our studio. Above us, uh, Engel's got a couple of pin flags yeah. from Indian Wells and uh, PGA West, the Arnold Palmer signature course, from a couple of aces that he's made. Uh, I don't know if Monarch was okay with you taking the flag, but you went back and stole it anyway. This is correct. I was a little I hesitant. I told you to, didn't I? You did tell me to. Yeah. I was a little hesitant at first. Um, and then I had to take a triple uh, tequila shot, mm. and that kind of settled me down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, the great part about that was it was kind of at the peak of COVID, and I didn't have to buy a shot for anyone. Yeah. So right, you off know, the off the hook on that. Yeah. So nothing was open. That's wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. That that's that's absolutely great. You're also known as a uh, glass half full guy. This is your personality in a world that isn't glass. He's an extreme manifester. Right. Okay. So in a world that I won't even say it, the world is glass half empty. The world right now is just glass empty. Glass okay. shattered. Mm. You know. Absolutely. You have one of the most positive outlooks and mindset on life Thank all you. the time. Thank you. Is this a conscious decision or is this just who you are? You know, I'd like to thank my parents for raising me mm. the right way. Um, I've been through a lot. Uh, being an athlete my whole life. Having great friends like Ryan, you know, uh, life's short, you yeah. know, and every day is a new challenge, and we like to create great moments. Yeah. And that's what I'm all about, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's what every day. Memories. Cheers that's to that. That's it. Hey, um, cheers to that. Cheers you know, that. when someone says, I've been through a lot, and then says, being an athlete and having great friends, that doesn't sound like you've been through a lot. It sounds like you've had <laughs> one of the best lives of all time. Yeah. You, you know, and... Life's what you make it. We all have challenges. We all have, you know, our issues, but... When you surround yourself with people like Ryan sure. and, and you, Adam, now, and you know, life's a lot better. How about know? that? And I appreciate both of you guys. Yeah. Going back to uh, that first scramble, which is now the Nation Desert Classic at Indian Wells, mm -hmm. coming up on year 14, you did bring this. Oh, yeah. This is a, uh, a wonderful relic. Yes. Uh, it's a handmade trophy. It says first annual Ingle Scramble. There is a uh, persimmon wood on here. Um, chopped off with a hacksaw. <laughs> chopped off with a hacksaw, super glued on, next to a guy who honestly looks like he's in a windstorm. He's sw <laughs> he's swaying more than I am. That was and the swing back then. That was, you know? that was it. I wish it yeah. was still the swing now. I'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got a Noodle Zero with a really cool Nation logo on it. Yeah, that uh, was the first that's Nation the, that logo. That was the first one. There. It honestly... Uh, uh, surfboards. It, it looks like the logo of a paintball gun 
uh, supply store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if like if you needed yeah. to go get some CO two for your weekend yep. uh, round with the buddies, uh, this looks like the logo. That logo was circa two thousand six. So the pants were baggy, the hair was yeah. spiky, and uh, the chicks' eyebrows looked like they were painted on like a jack o' lantern. Yeah, so, we still yeah. thought we could do everything. Back yeah, then. <laughs> I think you still do. Uh, true, absolutely. Extreme <laughs> sense. So extreme's part of our Wednesday group, um, the Gillis group, the Muni that um, is quite infamous um, among the internet now. Yeah, um, or at least we'd like to think so. Absolutely. Um, what's cool about that is, you know, over the years, as I was gifted into that group. I was always asked, like, you got anyone that wants to join us up? And I was always hesitant to bring anyone because now it's, like, my responsibility. Like, if if the guys don't like him or doesn't fit in or whatever, it's like, Engel brought this guy. But you were one of the first guys that I brought in that I was just like, extreme is perfect for you guys, you know? (laughs) And now he's a staple in the group, which has been great. Um, So what what does the Wednesday golf group kind of mean to you you know when when i was brought in and really not didn't really know what to expect you know i knew i was with england so i knew most of the guys were going to be great you know after meeting all the guys and now playing every wednesday with them yeah i mean we've developed relations that are going to last forever yeah. let's call it relationships yeah. relations typically means sex you've developed yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've Does de- it you, well i never had sexual relations yeah. Um, relationships. You've, you've developed great relationships. And, yes. and, and if you've developed relations, that's fine. I'm good with that. But great relationships <laughs> at this Wednesday group. Yes. Something that stuck with me the other Wednesday when we were all three there <laughs> yeah. was we were at the bar the, at the tavern afterwards. Um, and uh, Extreme told you, he said, yeah, I've known Engel a long time. You know, if Engel met the angle from 15 years ago, he'd probably kick his ass. <laughs> and I thought about what you said, and I was like, you know what? I probably would have kicked my ass. <laughs> that was one of the greatest comments I've ever heard. This, uh, this Wednesday group, it's, uh, it's a phenomenal thing to be a part of because right now it's very difficult to get a tea time. Absolutely. It's very difficult to slot four of your friends in. This is like 16 people playing back to back to back. Yeah. Everyone meets down at the driving range and the cart corral, and there's a lot of uh, jaw jacking, a lot of horse hockey, mm-hmm. a lot of banter. It's great. You get to the first box, you go off. Horse hockey. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a bunch of games going on. Yes. Uh, there's closest to the pin. There's a little money skins game. It's just a great time with great people. Mm-hmm. My one issue with the Wednesday group, it, there's a lot of sticks out there. And, Indeed. Uh, Indeed. There is, but there's just as many um, who aren't. Yeah. And and when you have a gross skins game um, with that size of a group, basically the easy holes are usually covered. Yes. So those those sticks are going to cover each other on all the easy holes. So it, it, it evens out the field in the sense that the holes that are hard to birdie are still gettable, and that's pretty much anyone's game. You know, and that's why you'll see like, you know, Tinsley or or Marshall or or Tater, like they'll they'll get one on eight or something, you know, and then they'll sneak one in. They'll sneak one in and three hundred bucks. So it takes the pressure off that um, for those guys. So, you know, you are right that the the guys who are really good more often than not will get one or two every week, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. But, But, you know, 
I think other than that, it's it's pretty fair. Yeah, I mean, my issue is not with the money or knowing that I'm probably not going to win money. The issue is when you play around a lot of great players, uh, there's this pressure to keep up. Sure. Add on the pressure of dressing well and yeah. being a co-owner of a golf company. Yeah. There's this unspoken expectation that this guy can swing it a little bit. And I think we it's all know... It's amazing that your brain works that way. I know. Yeah, we all know at incredible. this point, uh, he can't swing it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Might run into one here and there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, when you play with people that are better than you, a lot of people say it makes you better. Not me. Hey, so, basically, what you're trying to say... And you've improved, you've improved I think, yeah. a lot. Basically, what he's trying to say, X, is his problem with the Wednesday group is himself. Gotcha. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, way we hear, to get we, to the bottom yeah. of that. We hear, we hear a lot of people like you. Yeah, you know? uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. You know, we have such an eclectic group of of men. Yeah. In this group, I'd say motley. Yeah, and the the great thing is, is that you know we've got twenty, literally twenty to twenty five of us mm. every Wednesday. We there's great banter, and we all get to meet afterwards at our local bar. That's another great thing about this group is when you play golf, there's a lot of the got to race home, got to beat the clock. When you play in the Wednesday group, it's I got to get the best seat at the bar. Yep. And everyone goes and eats lunch together, tells stories, swaps a little bit of cash. Nobody gets hurt. It's fun. They let you bet the ponies. You know what I just realized? At the bar. To kind of touch on what we spoke about in last week's episode that um, was just you and I um, about the for lack of a better term, attack on country club culture. Mm-hmm. The the what we're talking about this Wednesday group and getting together afterwards, having a little banter and a game and like you know a weekly thing on the calendar. Um, yeah. And basically the fellowship. Um, that's a real. That's realistically a country club culture type of thing. Yeah. You know that's it what really you is. see at country clubs mo- mostly yeah. is the guys form these groups within the club and they get together and do that thing. So it's rare to see that in such a strong fashion at a public course like that, which is really cool to be a part of because. You know, whether Dave and the guys in the shop like us or not, I think deep down inside they like the idea that we have a group. We all yeah. come and together. We're there we're all playing and, together. And for the most part, we're shining a pretty good light on SC Muni. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I'd like to take this moment to shout out San Clemente Municipal Golf Course. They just brought in, and uh, Geoff, if you wouldn't mind holding it up for the camera, they just brought in... Smoking Tom Swing Lube, a collaboration beer between Indie Brewing Company and Nation Golf. Our beer, thank you. Our beer, which we made, is now at our home track. That's great. And I don't. Yeah. There's nothing cooler than that. Now our friends in our Wednesday group can buy that. It is fantastic. You know, the other day I bought six. I think it was like one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. Good deal. (laughs) That's cheap at twice the price. And you know what? It's a great flavor, and I'm so stoked you guys didn't do an IPA. Oh, yeah. God. God. I mean, yeah. it's it really it really does. It's got a great flavor. Yeah. You can drink it all day, Yeah, and it's just delicious. Whoa. This isn't an IPA. This is an IP freely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we're going to do a swing lube, uh, swing lube episode in the future where we bring on our friend and the CEO of Indie Brewing Company and uh, talk Don't to him. Don't bring a check. Yeah, well, that would be great. We're going to talk about the collaboration and everything. I've been checking my mail. and Yeah, but one, one, <laughs> thing, yet, huh? one, one thing you did mention that's very important is it's not an IPA. Everyone makes an IPA. There's 
billions of IPAs out Double there. Double black. The, the, the IPA craze is over. You know, we went through that ten years ago. And you know? also, who wants an IPA on the golf course? It's hot out. It's hot. You want to have six of them. You don't want to be blind drunk. Yeah. You still got to play a game. Yeah. The IPA will knock you out. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I'm not dogging the taste of it. I, I like an IPA. But if I'm out on the golf course, you know, to borrow uh, a slogan from FUBU, yeah. you know, for us, by us, this is, uh, <laughs> this is for golfers, by golfers. If we were going to make a golf beer, we had to make something that we would want to drink yeah. and not something that's, you know, trendy and, yeah. you know, just hopped out and high ABV and everything like that. I mean, um, the last guy that I saw drinking IPAs on the course, he was splattering mud on the 15th hole. Oh, wow. So, you know, I mean, the IPAs... Chatty shit his pants again? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, they're a little tough on your stomach, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you stay away from the IPAs. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, let's uh, get off of golf for two seconds, and uh, let's talk about one of the most important topics to Ryan and I, which is uh, McDonald's. Uh, this has been a big week for McDonald's in because we got some coupons sure. and sure. we uh, we hit up uh, McDonald's I think three times this week. Are uh, we really? Yeah. Uh, and by the way, we're congratulations. We're, 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 we're unashamed of it. Now the thing McDonald's about McDonald's is a great American restaurant. Would you agree with that? I would. I would. I'm a big fan of their breakfast. Yeah. Oh, they, no one does it better. I, I mean, mean, the sausage McMuffin and yeah. egg. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. You know? <laughs> now, this is a restaurant that takes a lot of shit because it's considered lowbrow, unhealthy. Uh, how come the drive through line is always out to the street at every single McDonald's nationwide? Every single one. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the reason I bring it up is to tie it back into my Vegas trip. One of the qualms we have with uh, McDonald's here in California, uh, $12 combos? As you said when we walked in, what happened to this country? What happened to this country where these fried chicken combos are twelve dollars? We yeah. went in there with coupons. Yeah, and and got lunch for us and my wife and stuff. Brought it back, and I was like, I was looking at the receipt. And I was like, those fuckers charged me four dollars and sixty nine cents for a large fry. <laughs> Can you believe that? Five bucks for fries? What happened, dude? Yeah. yeah. So. When I was in Vegas, they have not updated their prices at all. You can still get a six, a seven dollar combo. That's one of the places where you can actually save in that godforsaken town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to to bring up McDonald's because it was a big week. We ate it today, and I wanted to get your opinion as an American man on if you stand behind this restaurant or not. I really do. I really do, and I you know believe the whole health craze. You know, we got to be healthy. But one or two days a week? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know? I mean, a Big Mac down. Tell me how you feel. I- exactly. What's you know? your go-to order outside of breakfast? I've always been a big fan of the Quarter Pounder. You Great know? sandwich. Quarter Great Pounder. Sandwich. You know, you get your golden fries. And you yeah. know what the best part about McDonald's is? Is their Coca-Cola and uh-huh. their straw. There's just something about it. Where the else straw- can you get a straw that size? I think the straw with cane sugar or 100%. something. Because when it hits you, there's a different bubble and just a different consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, it might even be pepper. I don't know. They put something in their Coke. It just keeps me coming back. I usually finish the Coke and have to go back around yeah. and get a refill before I leave. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I mean, double drive through. Double drive through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They taught me up, yeah. babe. You know, and, and remember me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's like, did you forget something? And I'm like, oh, not really. <laughs> you know, but to- top it off. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, um, Back to golf. Uh, last time I played with you, you were wearing uh, the shirt that Ryan is wearing. That's the uh, 
King that's of my, the Dez. That's my favorite of of the uh, of is the apparel of, that you guys have. I really. That's because it was a free giveaway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and you know blue the blue really brings my eyes out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I and the that. pants are doing the same thing for you today. This is the pants. You know, I wanted to wear this really show the Dez Bob Hope blue right there. So mm. I actually wore this this back at the last nation scramble mm. wow yeah mm. so. for the dinner for the dinner yeah, yeah. For, you. for the dinner you're yeah. a great supporter of the brand you'll wear the shirt often to the wednesday group the last time i played with you i believe you wore board shorts with the shirt much to the uh chagrin of my R- co-host ryan loves when i wear board shorts <laughs> to golf yeah <laughs> uh your take on him pairing uh, a nation classic hard color Untucked with board shorts. I'm just. It, it was tucked in. Yeah, oh, fair enough. That might have yeah. made it look. Yeah, it might have squeezed out of my butt. I only scratched my head holes. because I'm like, I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, there's a pond or lake anywhere on that golf course. So I'm wondering where you plan on going swimming. Yeah. Um, but you know, everyone's got their own their own deal. You know, I think when might... I see Extreme show up to the golf course um, disheveled as far as wardrobe is concerned, yeah. I'd like to think that he was probably beating buns the night before and he just kind of barely made it there. Usually. You usually, know, so usually, yeah. um, mm-hmm. he's a ladies' man. Everybody knows it. Um, and uh, I don't, you know, forgive me if I sound or come across insulting no, at first. Not at all. I don't think it's necessarily the looks that God graced you with. But it's definitely the game in which you are able to spit. Am I wrong or in that Absolutely assessment? right. Yeah. Absolutely right. You know, the positivity goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. I think he just called you ugly uh, with, great, <laughs> with a great personality. Uh, I, I would like you to unspin this positively and uh, address the co-host for what he just said. Uh, your uh, your name is spelled G. E O F F. That is correct. That uh, is correct. Which, you know, a lot of people call you extreme. Even more people call you G off. I get a lot of that too. Uh, as that. a Jeff whose name is spelled G off, are you okay with the G off? You know, it's, it's, it's nice to be different. And I've always been different pretty mm-hmm. much my whole life. People have always been, you know, a little. Different, special. Uh, you know, like, who is this guy G off? I'm like, it's just me. You know? And, uh, you know. They, I've accumulated a lot of nicknames over the years. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. you know, Geoff just kind of just kind of rolls off the tongue. Bonafide, bonafide is yeah. another one. <laughs> you know, um, you know, but Geoff, I get a lot of that. A lot of women call me Jeffrey. That's actually my full name. Ooh, that's a nice one. Um, I get a lot of Jeffreys from women. So, how does which it is sound cool. when they say that? Like, what type of pitch? They do like Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So, like a man. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, hey, so uh, <laughs> tell us about, um, not only have you been a frequent purveyor of the Nation Desert Classic. Yes. You have made quite a few boat trips to the Nation Derby on Catalina oh, oh boy. Island. Oh, boy. Would you, speaking, of which, speaking of which, we have a soft date for the Nation Derby. We've got email confirmation. Nothing's been signed yet. Thank God. But it's looking like November 13th. The return of the nation. Derby. This day just wow. got. This day just got better. Wow, Nick, make sure to edit in some big band music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because uh, you know COVID has has had an effect on us all, um, especially the nation derby. And uh, Catalina is wide open, and I've gone through with the uh, management over there and have secured a spot that doesn't coincide with any other events on the island at the same time. And it looks like Nation Golf 
the boys are back in town. You wow. know, the Catalina trip is very special, and let me tell you why. Because I love this take. The people that live on the island actually are very similar to the people in the desert. They're mm. fucking weird. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And, and yeah. we love it. Yeah. We love it. And we get to experience a, just a little different environment with you know, these people. You know when you go to, to Disneyland or any theme park, you know, you you, you pay, you, you know, you make the trip there, <laughs> you know, you got to find parking. You're kind of getting mm-hmm. like dinged everywhere you go. But then you get behind the gates and it's like this playground of all these activities for you to do <laughs> that is just so fun and memorable. And Catalina, for a degenerate... Um, early middle age golfer, like like us, like yeah, us, yeah. is basically mm-hmm. our playground for being piles of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a trek to get there, which is fun. It's exciting. Um, you get into town, they ding you at every corner. Uh, the golf course <laughs> is just good enough to play, yeah. um, but you're trapped in this really small area with the most unbelievable eclectic group of dive bars in a short amount of space that you've ever seen and so you finish the tournament um your spirits are high everyone's just slapping five and grabbing ass and hugging and drinking margs and then you fucking drag your tail into town and it's just a night (laughs) of dive bar to dive bar and story after story until the fucking Catalina police come around and tell you to go the fuck home. And for those that are not familiar with Southern California geography, Catalina is an island just off the coast. 26 miles across the sea. That's right. 32 to be exact. Take a little clipper boat out there. (laughs) Uh, I was talking to you about it the other day at dinner. And I was asking because I've never been to one of these things. So everyone just gets on a boat with their golf clubs. Yep. So you're riding a boat with your clubs. You. Uh, I always bring a limited bag because it's yeah somewhat of an executive course. Yeah. It's. Yeah. But either way, you're toting golf clubs on a boat, which I would venture to say, not a lot of people have ever done. Ever brought their golf clubs on a boat, gotten off of a boat. Uh, went to their hotel, then played in a derby, and then with all those same guys, go out and paint the town. Yeah. Best part about it is you're trapped. Yeah. So you're trapped with a group of ruffians <laughs> who will... You're basically committed to the night. Yeah. You know I mean? There, there's, yeah. No, there's no weaseling out, which is why, you know, the, the field... When I was having the derbies here on the mainland... Um, they were a little bigger, yeah. a little easier to go to, and all those like you know, twenty five percent of the field can kind of exit stage door left whenever they see right, fit. Right. They kind of wimp out, you know. Yeah. When you're over there, it's a full commitment. Yeah. You're getting on the fucking boat. You're getting off the boat. You're going to play in the tournament, and then afterwards, you're signed up. <laughs> yeah. You're locked. You're locked. You know in. what I mean? You're, you're locked, locked in. in. And you might have the first boat out in the morning, which is a huge mistake because (laughs) I highly recommend um, hitting Luau Larry's at 11 a.m. when they open and washing away your sorrows with the buffalo's milk. Uh, (laughs) But that's just me. I had four uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) By 11.30. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, you're trapped. You're trapped. And that's the best part about it is you watch everyone's emotions. Yeah on their sleeve sure yep. you see their ups you see their downs um you watch them triumph and struggle yeah and it's just 
It's something that every year we leave and we go, well, I think that's the last one. <laughs> and then about 10 months later, we go, think we should do a derby well, let's this do year? It, let's do it again. And you're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's do another one, you know? So. And again, for the audience who doesn't know Catalina still, even though we described where it is, yes, it is the same famous Catalina yeah. from Step Brothers. That's right. Where uh, they go out to the... I don't even think they filmed it out there. Well, they even if they out. even if they didn't film it out there, yeah. it's the same Catalina as the uh, the Catalina wine wine mixer. mixer thing, Absolutely. Right. So that's yeah. the Catalina where the Nation Derby takes place. How many years has the Nation Derby been going on? Um, this will been... be the seventh. Seventh, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But we missed a year from COVID, and I think we missed a year from something else too. Um, yeah, when we switched it one year. Yeah, yeah. Th- so the first two were at Ben Brown's in Laguna Beach. That's right. Um, and then a, a dear friend of mine who, um, he was a pro surfer who I used to shape boards for, he was like, I was talking about it, and, and I was like, God, you know, I just, I, I want to change the venue just to try something else and see a different, you know, add some variety to it and stuff. And he's like, dude. And, and I was asking him because he just came back from Catalina, and he's like, I was like, how's the course over there? And he's like, dude, it's perfect. It's just like Ben Brown's. And yeah. it really is it really just is. like Ben Brown's. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually cooler. It, it, it goes back in that little um, canyon, and um, it's not coastal at all. You don't really see the ocean at all. But it's no. kind of got this, like, maybe, like, before Riverside turns into Palm Springs kind of vibe, you know? It's yeah, kind of yeah. sick. It's got some hills. It's got some hills. It's got it kind of looks like palm trees and shit. Yeah. Anyways, it's groovy. And, and anyways, my buddy Mike was just like, you got to call this guy. He's the mayor over there. And the mayor <laughs> of Catalina, don't look look it up on paper because that's not the official mayor. <laughs> the official mayor is Johnny Q. Johnny Q is a born and raised surfer absolute i say this with the utmost um love and pride he is a brother that guy is just such a stand-up guy he's been there for years he's such a true ambassador of the place he loves it we go there he gives us a full tour of the island he's got the pass on his car to take us everywhere um he knows everybody um it was his grace that we were able to just get the red carpet rolled out for us there and and he handles everything for us and uh sets everything up and uh, calls me when my baby's born, checks in on wow. me. He's yeah. just just That's a good guy. great guy. fucking Solid guy, dude. you know? Good guy. And uh, so shout out to Johnny Q on Catalina. Uh, we're coming, brother, and uh, can't wait. You know? May I borrow some ice from you, partner? Absolutely. I appreciate you. that. Thank you. You know, one thing that we really haven't touched on about Catalina is really the icon of the island. And it only happens from about 11... To two o'clock at night, and it's called the Chi Club. Club Chi. Club Chi. That's right. This this particular club is the only nightclub on the island, and let's just say uh, when we get to that point, everything's pretty much ready to go. All bets are off. All bets are off. That's right. Wow, this sounds like a great trip. I can't wait to uh, make Where's it this year. Well, I'm glad that you have a date for it. That's uh, that's great. I'm sure the people watching, especially the local ones, will be interested in yeah. how they can get in. Um, let's finish Extreme's up. Extreme's met some locals. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, in, like I said, they're very interesting people. <laughs> yeah. They're great to have as friends. Thank God we know them. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that yeah. where you were going with that? Mm, kind of halfway. <laughs> halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go all the way? I don't know. You know, there. Ride does more people than I do, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's some, uh, you know, uh, lot lizards, <laughs> like the females that hang around truck stops. Oh. Oh, <laughs> well, I would say Catalina has their version of a lot lizard they've in the bar scene over there. They've got a few, I and uh, and extreme <laughs> at one point in time took down the dragon lady, and uh, it was a it was a feat that no less of a man could have pulled off. I can't get into the details, but I can tell you she was a, an attorney from Hawaii, and we had a great weekend. <laughs> Hey, what a perfect place to so, end it. You know what I mean? So cheers to that. Cheers to that. And cheers to the fellowship. Thank you. Geoff Overstreet, Jeff Overstreet Extreme. That was fantastic. Thank Gentlemen, you. thanks, guys. That. So what do you like about golf and what don't you like about it?